Welcome to Play for Keeps, a presentation of Ashland New Plays Festival. This play is the property of the playwright, who reserves all rights to its use. This recording is the property of Ashland New Plays Festival, Inc., which reserves all rights to its use. Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy the show. Flowers in the Desert by Donna Hoke. Cast of characters. Britt, 39 years old, read by Elizabeth Gudenrath. Joe, 41 years old, read by Aaron Galligan Sturl. Stage directions read by James Pagliosotti. Time and Place, New Jersey, now. Scene 1. A casual bar, grill, eatery, Moe's. Joe is seated alone at the table, and food has just arrived. Water glasses on the table, but no alcoholic drinks. Hamburger and fries for Joe, a salad for Britt. Joe digs in. Britt emerges from the bathroom. Works every time. Want your food to arrive? Go to the bathroom. Sorry I didn't wait. I told the boys that. Big mistake. Now they test it every time. How many restrooms do you think you've used in your lifetime? I don't know. No. Really? If you think about all of the places you've been and all of the restrooms you've used? If you're counting actual restrooms, it's more for you than me. <laughs> what do you mean? Trees. Back alleys. <laughs> snowbanks. Who cares? I just popped into my head. Is it more than a thousand, do you think? Too many to count. Well, I wasn't looking for an exact number. You want a bite? Why would I want a bite of that? It's good. Moe's has good burgers. No meat, remember? You're not over that yet. I... Never mind. No, thank you. You don't know what you're missing. You're right. I haven't been here in two years, and I can see that so much has changed. I like it here. No, really. Didn't they used to use pink chalk for the specials? Look, now it's blue. <laughs> it's comfortable. They got rid of the pool table. Maybe they got sick of you hustling their customers away? I haven't been here, and even when I was, I never hustled anybody. They bring in live music now. They needed room for that. Is it any good? The music? It's no Springsteen. Mm. What is? The tour last year was weird without you. Tickets and sitters, it adds up. He played Independence Day last show. Oh, that hurts. Why would you tell me that? Because I thought of you. Wished you were there to hear it. Next time. I hope there is a next time. You never know. That's what I think at every show. And how many shows was that? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> really? You've suddenly lost count? How many? Just 20 or so. <sighs> Must be nice to have all that freedom. So the music's not bad sometimes. Cover bands, they, they had meatloaf once. He's still around? Very round. <laughs> <laughs> you should have told me. It would have been fun. No meat, remember? That pool table was my ticket to free drinks. The best thing about this place. I thought meeting me was the best thing about this place. I might have even made you a bet for old time's sake. What would we bet? Doesn't matter. I wouldn't let you win this time. Let me win? <laughs> you know I did. Sure. And you let me be a woman of my word instead of a woman of loose morals. I'm a good guy. Oh, neat trick, being a good guy and still scoring. It wasn't a bad bet, was it? I mean, if me and you... You and I... If you and me hadn't met and gotten together, we wouldn't have had the kids. They're great kids. They are. The best. I'm not arguing. I know. Thank you? I'm not fishing. 
But you want something. I miss him, B. Wednesday nights and every other weekend, that's nothing. It's less than nothing. And Professor Germain Gerald. gets to see them all the time, and they're not even his kids. He's hardly a bad influence. I'm sure he's not, but really? Does the guy even know how to throw a football? That isn't nice. Boys like sports. You like sports. Yes, and a father should enjoy sports with his sons more often. You're right. You should see them more. That was too easy. Yeah, but I've been thinking, you know, that maybe you should spend more time at the house, in their own environment. Seeing you in that apartment makes them sad. They like the bunk beds. But you've got nothing in the refrigerator. If you want them to spend more time with you, you're going to have to learn to feed them something more substantial than boiled hot dogs and cheese doodles. They like that stuff. They need good nutrition, Joe. Milk, fruit, vegetables, I... ketchup and potato chips don't count. I don't really cook. You don't really want to cook. Will they even eat those things? Not if you never put those things in front of them. Not if every visit to dad's is a junk food holiday. I don't want to argue about vegetables. If I spent more time with them... Next week... I have to go away for a few days, and you could stay at the house. Oh, you and Loverboy want some time away, and then it's okay for me to spend more time with the kids. The rest of the time, it's, you know, it's not your day, but when you need a babysitter... It's not babysitting when it's your kids. I know, I know. Well, it's not. Okay, then. When you have something you want to do, then it's okay to let me have more time. You didn't let me finish. If you spent your time with them at the house, you could get used to their routine. That would make it easier for you to be together because it wouldn't be so disruptive. I'm sorry, but the last time I checked, you asked me to move out. I don't want to go there. Joe, they're in second and third grade now. They have lives. You could take an interest, a close-up interest. What's in it for you? Nothing. Are you and Jerko eloping? It's business. Gerald isn't coming. Trouble in the garden? We broke up. Whoa. You don't have to sound so excited. I'm just surprised. I thought he was the one. I thought so, too. Because he was so perfect for you, and you shared so many interests, and he understood oh, you. Stop it. And he's good with the kids, and he teaches them so many things, and he reads, and he's everything I'm not. I was wrong. What did he do? Nothing. Did he hurt you? No. Because if he hurt you... He didn't hurt me. I hurt him. Why would you do that? Because he wanted... Because of you. Come on. I've not given you any grief about him for a long time. That football comment I made earlier... Not like that. We were at the place, you know, where you need to either go forward or... When I said, when I said maybe you should spend more time at the house, I meant... I was thinking... Maybe we should go back to counseling. I could not have heard that right. The more time goes by, the older the boys get. I started to wonder if I didn't give it enough of a chance, if I threw in the towel too quickly, if there's a chance to be a family again. I broke up with him so I could ask you to try. Whoa. There you go again. You caught me off guard. And? And I don't really like you thinking that it didn't work out so you can just ask me to try again. I broke up with him. After what? Like a year and a half? Just like that. Why? This is why. Whoa. 
<laughs> That's not the reaction I was looking for. Be, I've spent two years living without you, getting used to the idea of living without you, convincing myself that I had to live without you. But it's been a while since I've reached across the bed in my sleep. I waited too long. No, I just... It's, it's like a dream or something. A good dream? You're serious. You need time to think about it. But if... No. Consider... I still... I... Yeah. Hell yeah. I'll go back to counseling. Joe reaches across the table for Brett's hand. Scene two. Same restaurant two weeks later. Joe and Brett are seated with drinks. He has a beer. She, red wine. I thought you didn't like this place. It's not dislike. It's just always the same. Same menu, same tablecloth, same bartenders, same people. Look, Mark and Miranda just walked in. Oh, look at her face. She can't figure out why we're here together. I can't either. Because it's date night. I mean here. In this place. You got first pick. Why did you pick here if it's always the same? It just seemed like if we're starting over, this would be a good place to start. The place we met. But we were just here two weeks ago. That wasn't a date. It was a meeting. What's the difference? We have drinks. You like it here. I thought you'd be happy. You're trying to put coins in my love bank. <laughs> I am not trying to put coins in your love bank. Yes, you are. You're trying to do something nice so that I'll cha-ching, ring it up in the love bank. Next time I won't bother. I appreciate it. I just don't like this whole date night thing. A lot of my friends have date nights, and the counselor said it works well, especially for couples who have trouble finding time to spend together. They should just call it what it is. Sex night. Oh, this is so not sex night. I thought we were getting back together. Oh, and that means sex? Yeah. Okay, it's a process. That sex is a part of, maybe the best part. And it will be. When? When it's... You don't trust me? I don't see it like that. You're not going to let me into your bed because you don't trust me. I just don't want to rush. So we have dates and they're just... dates? Yes, this is a date. We're starting over, Joe, not picking up where we left off. If we pick up where we left off, we're going to end up in the same place. We are in the same place. But it's a do-over. This time we don't end up in bed at the end of the night. I don't see how that's a good thing. Can we just talk about the rules? You're sucking the fun out of there this. There have to be ground rules. Can't we just wing it? First rule, no cell phones, unless it's the sitter. Just give her the number where we're going to be. That makes them nervous to call. It's good enough for our parents. The cell is easier. You're the one with the rules. Next rule how many are there no flirting we're dating and i can't flirt with you no flirting with anybody else no waitresses the marriage counselor didn't say anything about that no wandering eye no wandering anything that's my rule then i get to make a rule go ahead no crying no matter what we end up talking about no crying i can't help it if i cry but if you start crying that's it so keep it in check okay then no farting no burping i can't help it fair is fair okay no talking about other guys no Jerry boy. Or any of the 700 women you've you dated exaggerate. in the past two years. And the counselor did say this, no talking about the infidelity. We talked about it in the counseling. But not on dates. We have to stay neutral or even better, positive. Save the negative stuff for the sessions. Thank you for being on time, by the way. That's a pretty backhanded way to get a nickel. And you smell good. That's the best you got. Well, you do. So, 
is it going to be okay for me to sleep over? What? Will the boys freak out, do you think? <sighs> That's a premature discussion. But I thought... We settled that. You settled that. It'll happen when it feels right. B, we've known each other for like 15 years. It feels right. Not yet. You're going to make me jump through hoops. It's not the most important thing. I mean, we know that works. I'm not going to feel like we're back together until we're back together. I just think we should wait. Until when? Second date? Tenth date? What's the rule? We'll know when it's right. It'll make us closer. Or make it easier to pretend. Come on! If I hadn't jumped into bed with you on our first date, maybe you never would have called me again. Maybe we wouldn't have ever gotten married. I don't see what the big deal is. Save it for our next session. Try saying something positive, like the counselor suggested. You look really hot. Ugh, Joe. All right, all right. I really had a great time with the kids while you were away. Yeah, they said. And you're right. It is so different now. Trying to get them up for school is no joke. I gave Zane a gold star for his reward chart for being ready two minutes early. I, I hope that's okay. It's fine. I can't believe the homework that they get in grammar school. And Matt can really read. Zane's good, too, but Matt, wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, what? I'm being positive. And I'm trying not to lose my nickels. I'm trying not to be negative. About what? I came home from an exhausting three days away to a disaster. There were clothes everywhere, dishes piled up, notes in the backpack, asking for notes explaining why the boys were late to school. Yeah, we, we kind of overslept. Maybe they wouldn't oversleep if you'd get them to bed on time. We were having fun. The game went into extra innings. But they have a bedtime. They're seven and eight years old. They don't get to stay up just because you decide they should watch a game. When I'm in charge, I get to make those decisions. I'm their father. So act like one. Quit making a thing out of it. It was just a couple of days. They're all safe and the world didn't end. They still have chores and homework and rules to follow, whether it's a couple of days or a couple of years or the rest of their lives. God, you just don't get it. I get that you're overreacting. You asked me to watch them while you were away, and I stepped up. A stepped up? That doesn't sound like the guy who was telling me he wanted to see them more. <laughs> you know what? You are acting like a babysitter. Oh, except wait, my babysitters do a better job. I was happy to be there, and they were happy to be with me. Fine. But if this is going to work, you've got to work with me. Which means follow your rules. Just acknowledge that there have to be rules. I don't want rules. You've got rules for everything. Can't you ever just be? Brit starts to cry. Don't. Don't do that. I can't help it. I make one fucking rule. One. Why are we even doing this? How am I supposed to trust you? How do I know Jerry Joker Gerald. didn't dump you and now you're just terrified to be alone? Do you need money? No. You're not listening. Joe starts to put on his coat. Where are you going? You broke a rule. My only rule. But... You need to work with me too, you know. Joe walks out. Joe... Brit sees Miranda staring. Fuck you, Miranda. Brit throws some money on the table for the drinks and walks out. Scene three, one week later. Fancy restaurant lobby. Brit and Joe enter. I just don't get it. I mean, I got stuck on the phone with this stupid chef who educated me about the subtleties of variations in pepper color for two hours. By the time I got off the phone, I had 15 minutes before you were supposed to come, and I was still ready on time. I said I was sorry. I thought you weren't going to show. 
that even though I said, you at, said the counselors, at the counselors, you were going to show that you were still mad. I meant what I said there. I'm sorry for what happened last time. No, you were right. You did help me out, and I could have been more grateful. Well, they're my kids. I should help out. Instead of being defensive, I should maybe realize that this is what you do every day, and it's kind of rough. You'd get used to it, if you tried. So, what do you think of this place? It looks nice, but you didn't need to bring me here. I felt like I owed it to you. Oh, who's trying to put coins in the love bank now? I just want to forget about last week and start over. Joe, really? Can you afford this? As long as they take Visa. Please don't tell me you've got that thing run up again. Okay. You'll still be paying for this dinner when the boys are in college. Can't you just enjoy it and let me worry about paying for it? Instead of me eating dinner, guilt will be eating me. You can't even let me make it up to you without turning it into a thing. I am not turning it into a thing. I'm trying to help you. I don't need your help. Okay. Let's just get our table and sit down. Let's hope they held our reservation. Reservation? You didn't make a reservation? No. You can't expect to walk into a place like this on a Saturday night without a reservation. I didn't know. I, I don't usually go to places like this. <sighs> Joe, I don't need a place like this. I screwed up. You want to go to Moe's? Yeah. Scene four. One week later. Art museum. Grit and Joe are strolling along. Grit is sick with a very bad cold. <coughs> You really do sound awful. Oh, on a scale between one and shitty, I felt better. Have you called the doctor? It's just a cold. Let's go back to the house. I'll make chicken soup. You don't know how to make chicken soup. You got a can opener, right? You just don't want to stay here, which isn't fair, because I picked it. I do. But if you're sick, I'll make the sacrifice for you. Sacrifice is a strong word. I meant I enjoy spending time with you. It's not so bad, is it? <laughs> Come on, let, let me take care of you. Not yet. We haven't seen the O'Keefe exhibit yet, and that's why we came. There. This way. There. That? That. It's just flowers. Oh, it's so much more than that. How does it make you feel? Like I'm looking at flowers. How does it make you feel? Alive. It's just a picture. Oh, it's so full of... She never painted a single person, not even a single living creature. But there's just this unrestrained life. It can't even be contained in the frame. The flowers are bursting to get out, to grow and live. Maybe she just ran out of room on the canvas, misjudged, and it doesn't mean anything at all. Here, read this. Can't you just read it to me? Basically, she could take something small like this pebble and make it larger than life. You can't, you just can't look at it and be impassive, but always with such starkness and precision, nobody else has really been able to imitate that. Oh, and color, her flowers. She always denied they intentionally resembled female genitalia. What? <laughs> you weren't listening. Yeah, yeah, I was. You were talking about life. There, look at that. Do you see it? It's this beautiful, life-affirming flower, but sensual. I guess it does sort of look like a... Don't say it out loud. What good's a secret you don't share? You're missing the point. Uh-huh. Uh, here. Tell me something only you know. A secret you never shared. 
Okay. You have one already? Sure. It came to you that easily? Yeah. Well? (coughs) I really am sick. I'll take you home after you tell me the secret. I can look at this and write an instant erotica story in my head. Really hot, steamy stuff. Yeah? Oh, yeah. From looking at that? Yep. See? That's fun. Tell me a story. I will not. You have any written down? No. Why not? People might want to read it. I want to read it. If I wanted people to read it, I would write it down. I bet you told Biscotti Boy. Why can't you just call him Gerald? Why can't he call it a cookie? Because it's not just a cookie. Just like this is not just a an image of female genitalia. So you did tell him? No talking about exes. So look over there. Later, after her husband died, he was married when they met and it was this scandalous affair. But they loved each other and he took hundreds of photographs of her. Sensual, serious, even nudes. Where are those? I thought you would like this. You just have to look and experience. Why does it matter if I like it? I'm okay with you liking it. Because. What if you wanted to bring the boys here someday? Because they showed an interest in art and wanted to come. Or because they should know something about art just to be well-rounded. Then you could bring them. What if I couldn't? I mean... I take them to Pop Warner practice and watch games with them. You have to stop thinking that just because something's not on your approved list, it's worthless. I don't do that. So Matt can quit baseball and take gymnastics? If I promise that in some imaginary world where Zane decides he can't live without looking at paintings of soup cans, I will take him and try not to act like I'd rather be eating toenails, can we not turn this into a thing? Yes. Then I promise. (sighs) Thank you. I'm giving you a quarter for that. Can I tell you the rest? So after he died, she moved to New Mexico, and she got into painting bones. These bleached-out animal bones. Here, like this one. But still, see behind it? Just these radiant bursts of color. Life after death. Brett gets teary. Tears? Seriously? (laughs) I'm sorry, their relationship was so romantic, and to be able to express it like that, to have it affect her work so profoundly. Hey, here's a secret. I have been having trouble concentrating at work all week because uh, I start thinking about you, sitting all alone in my cubicle, and it's all I can do. Oh, I really don't feel well at all. I knew it. All this walking around isn't good for you. I'm taking you home and getting you in bed. Joe. Uh, To bed. I'll send the sitter home and stay with the boys, and and you get some rest. Thank you. Joe moves to kiss Brett on the lips. Sick. Joe kisses Brett on the forehead, puts his arm around her, and they walk out. Scene five, one week later. A casual bar similar to Moe's, but with small differences, like a different colored tablecloth. A game is on. There is light noise of a game in the background, glasses and dishes clinking as if it is fairly crowded. Britt and Joe enter. They take seats at the table that has a bowl of peanuts. There are shells on the table, and Joe sweeps them onto the floor. Throughout the scene, Joe throws his shells on the floor, while Britt stacks them neatly in front of her. Why are we here? You want it different. It doesn't feel much different. They have a good vegetarian menu. (laughs) At a sports bar, mozzarella sticks and french fries are not. Oh my god! There's a game on! 
You picked this place because there's a game on. We're one game from the series. That's what all those car flags are. I thought it was a busy week for funerals. The boys should be watching this. Have they seen any of the games? You're not taking this seriously. It was my turn to pick. We can still talk and I'll just sneak a look every once in a while. Let me just... He was safe. He was safe! He was safe. Why does it matter? That could be a pivotal play. One bad call? What if it's a one-run game? What if it's that close? What if not being ahead, that one run means that they tie it up in the eighth with a sacrifice fly, and then nobody scores in the ninth, and then it goes into extra innings, and we score a run, but now the other team is up, and our pitcher is tired, and they tie it on a wild pitch, and then, on a full count, their batter hits a grounder that goes between the first baseman's legs, and the winning run is scored, game over. That would never happen. That did happen, and when you're on the right side of it, there is nothing like the rush, and when you're not, it's... It's life, just like your art. The way I see it, no matter how the game turns out, our lives haven't changed and those players still get paid too much. You don't get it. At least I'm not one of those women who's all about their hot asses in those tight pants. If you were, you'd watch it with me. You could at least watch with me. All right. Go get me a drink. Joe goes to the bar. While he's gone, Britt pulls out and checks her phone. Looks disappointed. Joe comes back with two bottled beers. what I miss? There are seven TVs in here. It was a trick question. You weren't watching. You weren't here. I can't watch with you if you're not here. Technicality? Technicalities are important. When a plane crashes, it's very often because of a technicality. On CSI, criminals always get caught because of technicalities. See? There's no such thing as a perfect crime. The accidents. Those are the perfect crime. If you watch CSI, you'd know. It's getting harder and harder to... Plan a good accident. <laughs> Plotting against your boss again. <laughs> it passes the days. But seriously. You know, when things were bad, really bad, didn't you ever think about that? Like, if there was an accident? You were going to hire someone to kill me? No, like a plane or a car. A, a horse. A horse? Sure. It tears through your office and tramples everyone on the way to the vending machine. <laughs> Including me. Your daily M&M's. And that's exactly when the horse would come trotting through. Galloping. Trotting probably wouldn't do the job. The job? You really thought about that? What? You didn't? <laughs> Maybe. How? Autoerotic asphyxiation. <laughs> but what would I tell the kids? Telling the kids would be the hard part. <laughs> shouldn't be talking about this. Uh, yeah. Uh, how was work today? <sighs> I worked from home, took the laptop into the sunroom, opened all the windows, and fell asleep. How do I get a job like that? The Cardinals are back. New ones. The old ones must have... They mate for life, you know. But in the wild, that's only about three years. Piece of cake. Right? I'd still rather live longer and take the risk. Me too. And who knows? I'm trying for both here. We just might do it. Let's dance. This, this isn't a dance place. So what? Joe, you know that even under good circumstances, and by good, I mean I've had at least four vodkas and they're playing I want to be sedated somewhere where there is an actual dance floor, I rarely dance. Make an exception. I want to hold you. I feel silly. Stop thinking about it and just do it. Britt looks reluctant, and Joe gives her a woeful look that makes her laugh. She stands up, but is hesitant. There are so many people here, I feel. <gasps> oh my God, Joe. 
Shit, my arm. Look over there. Where? At the bar, at the bar. What? Look. I'm looking. Oh my God. The fuck? Shh. Don't shush me. You'll attract attention. Okay, okay. Can you loosen the death grip? Sit down. Be casual. Is this because you don't want to dance? No, don't be obvious. Just look. I said don't be obvious. Just look over there at the bar in the corner. The guy with the Yankees cap. The guy with the Yankees cap pulled down over his face? Yes. See him? No, because he's got a Yankees cap pulled down over his face. Wait until he looks up to talk to the bartender. Just keep... Joe grabs Britt's arm. She lets out a yelp. Oh, my God. I know. That's Bruce. I know. What do we do? Nothing. Bruce Springsteen is sitting right there, and we're not going to do anything? We're not going to shake his hand or get an autograph or ask him why he never responded to our wedding invitation? If he's sitting right there with his hat pulled down, he doesn't want to be bothered. I'll be casual, low-key. You have no idea how to do that. I can't not go over there. Do you know how long I've wanted to meet the man, say hello? I can't not go over there. I'm not going over there. You'll be sorry. It's not like he's going to write a song about you or be your best friend. So what? It'll be fun. Come with me. No. Come on. What are you going to say? I'll figure it out when I get there. (sighs) Go now, while we're at bat. I'm going. So go. Last chance. Go. Give me a pen. Britt gets one from her purse. Joe grabs a napkin from the table and exits. Britt looks at them across the room. She's dying. Joe returns. What did he say? 30 years I've been waiting for that moment. What did he say? 30 years. Joe! So, I went up and I said... My name is Joe Roberts. Oh, my God. And he looked at me and he said, I wrote a song about you. Not really you. No, but it's still my name in that song, isn't it? So I told him that my wife and I are huge fans, seen him like a hundred times, and that's when he waved at you. That was cool. And I told him that I wanted, should I fall behind for our wedding, but that the church wouldn't allow it. it And I told him that, you know, things were kind of rough between us and that we were trying to work things out and... Oh, my God, you told him our life story. No, it was cool because I told him things were going to be okay and and there was hope, you know? And What did he say? He said, that's good. Really? Yeah. Britt and Joe look back over and wave. Did you ask him about the wedding invitation? That would have been embarrassing. This is for you. It's no handshake, but... Oh, too Brit. Hang on to this guy, Bruce. Oh my God, we're friends with Bruce Springsteen. Britt and Joe wave in Bruce's direction. Nobody's going to believe this. In his excitement, Joe grabs Britt for a dance and she's ready to go along. Joe kisses Britt and she kisses him back excitedly. Joe seizes the moment. You had enough of this place? You don't want to stay with Bruce? Nah, let's get out of here. Joe and Britt exit, excited and with sexual tension. Can't keep their hands off each other. Scene six, one week later. A small theater. A sign for Cat on a Hot Tin Roof. Joe and Britt watch. Music swells to indicate the final scene. Joe looks slightly puzzled at the ending and claps as actors take their bows. Joe notices that Britt is not clapping and turns to see she is asleep. Britt? Britt, wake up. Oh, I fell asleep? You fell asleep at your own thing. (laughs) I have never fallen asleep at a baseball game. You win. How much did you miss? I don't know, but it's okay. I know how it ends. So he was gay, right? He doesn't really spell that out. But that's why he wouldn't sleep with her, right? It's more complicated But that that. makes sense if he was gay. So complicated that this play has had three different endings. Oh, which one was this? 
they were going to sleep together. But did it seem like they had genuine affection for each other or like they were maybe just tolerating each other? They seemed... I don't know. They were going to do it. They were always going to do it, but... <sighs> Never mind. We should get out of here. Britt and Joe stand up, grab their coats, and exit to a parking lot, stopping at some point. Britt reaches into her bag for her keys and holds them. So why would he do it if he didn't want to? <laughs> we don't have to talk about no, it. No, really. I, I want to understand. I don't know. Yes, you do. Tell me. He feels defeated. He wants... Defeated by what? The circumstances. His father is dying. He's a drunk. He wants something he can't have, I guess. He's giving up. I'm giving in. More like. Is that what you did the other night? What? It wasn't great, I know, but... No, but. You didn't want the babysitter to see me. And you didn't want the boys to hear me. And you didn't want me in your bed, so we had to do it on the couch. And then... You didn't want me. I did. I... I know what it feels like to be wanted. I'm sorry. We were there, Britt. On the way home, we couldn't wait. And it felt right. You know it did. It did. And then it didn't. Why? We were there. But then I touched you and it was like a switch flipped. Where'd you go? Nowhere. I went nowhere. Maybe to that place where all you can think about it is me with... What went wrong between us? I don't want you to think about that. I wasn't. I promise. Then what? It was the first time. It just felt strange. Strange like I'm not Jasper. Gerald. His name is Gerald. And and we can't expect to get right back into our old groove. It was a good groove. Hell, it was a great groove. But the other night, we couldn't find it. We will. I just lost the feeling. So you just went along? It seemed like the right thing to do. A service call seemed right. I want more than that. I want this to work. I saw the whole thing in my head. It was going to be like when we were so close, when it was so intense that we wanted more even while we were doing it. And then I was going to hold you all night tucked into my chest like we used to. And when the kids came in the morning, we were going to tell them. And then I was going to make pancakes for everyone and... Joe, come on. I've been tired. Maybe you just can't stand me touching you because you're still angry. Okay. I am angry. I'm angry because you called the cops on the neighbor's kid. He shot a BB gun at Zane and you're changing the subject. It was a pellet gun and Zane was fine. He could have taken his eye out. But I talked to Susan and we agreed the boys wouldn't play together anymore. I was protecting my son. But I still live on that street. I don't care. I'd do it again. What kind of message do we send if we don't... That violence is okay? You want to talk about behavior that sends messages? About looking the other way? See? You are still angry. We shouldn't talk about this outside of the council. We're adults. Maybe we can talk things out without him sticking his nose into it all. Maybe there are things I don't want to say in there. What things? I don't know. Then why are we arguing about it? Because I'm frustrated. You'd like things to move more quickly? Now you sound like him. We can't force it. Even if we can picture it, the future, us... A family, there's healing that has to happen. Healing. That's his word for forgiveness. It's his word for healing. Okay, okay, yes. I would like things to move along. I would like to feel like you're looking ahead instead of back. I would like your heart to tell your brain to shut the fuck up because I deserve more than a damn service call. I want my life back. I thought this was about our 
life. My life with you, the, the kids, our life. Oh my God, Joe, it was one night. I was tired. The boys aren't always easy, you know? And then after a full day, I get them to bed and there's still a million things to do before I can sleep. So it's about me again. I'm not doing enough. It's not where I was going. And you know how you know I'm not doing enough? Because you've got me on a fucking reward chart. You've got Matt and Zane's hanging there on the refrigerator, and mine is right there next to <sighs> There's nothing It may just as well have been. It's in your head. Only instead of getting points off for not putting the toilet seat down, I get docked if you find a mac and cheese box in the garbage or if I let them watch too much TV. And if I help them with homework or, or take them to the library, gold star. <sighs> I just, I want you to see what it's like to be a father. I am a father. I know what it's like. When you want to. Not all the way. Not enough to know whose fingernails need to be cut while he's sleeping, or who worries that gravity's going to disappear. So tell me. I shouldn't have to. No, 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 no. You don't get to dismiss me like that. If I don't know every little detail, it's because you kicked me out and you don't tell me. But I've driven them to the emergency room and cleaned up the puke when you were gagging too much to do it yourself. And I got in that second grade bully's face last year, didn't I? Like it or not, I am their father. And you can't measure how much I love them by my score on some trivia quiz. Should I measure it by the number of nights you didn't come home? That has nothing to do with the boys. It has to do with you not being around much. I'll be around. I will. Words. What the fuck do you want from me? Is it going to take a freaking contract signed in blood that I will never disappoint you? That you can kick me out if I don't what? Teach them one new vocabulary word each day? Is that the healing you need? What about me? Surprise, Brit. I'm still just a regular guy. I like burgers and baseball and beer. And at the end of a long day in my cubicle, I like to have dinner with my family, maybe throw a ball around with my sons, watch some TV, and fall asleep next to the woman I love. Because I do love you. And I love those kids. And fuck you if you don't like the way I do it. That's it? All you've got is you're doing the best you can? Having children is a huge responsibility. I don't think I realized how much until I started doing it alone. I am always here if you need me. If I need? You want to be the backup parent? What if you were always needed? I mean, what if... What if... That could have happened when we were married. We could have both been killed in a car crash, and they would have been with your sisters. Ah, which would have been okay, because she's in a book club. I thought this was about us, Britt. You trusting me with you, not the kids. You're worried I don't trust you? Of course. Oh, Joe. I trust you. I have to. And I forgive you. You forgive me for... All of it. Just like that. It wasn't just like that. It took... Healing? Yes. Why didn't you tell me? I'm telling you. None of it matters. But if the rest of it takes some more healing, you can't force a rose to open. More flower stuff. We'll get there. Oh, I almost forgot. I have something for you. Britt reaches into her bag and pulls out a book. The greatest baseball stories ever told. A book? A baseball book. Great baseball stories. 
It's illustrated, so it would be good to read with... You just don't fucking quit, do you? I thought you would like... What are we doing? It's a gift. You should go. I'll watch you till you get to your car. Joe, please. Don't. Ruth starts to walk toward her car, goes back and gives Joe a kiss on the lips. She exits. Scene seven. One week later. Park bench. Joe is sitting alone on the bench, nervous. Britt enters, wearing a Mets baseball cap and carrying a backpack. Britt is nervously energetic and cautious. Hey, why'd you want to meet here? I was all set for a game. Go Mets! Jets. Britt removes the Mets cap and shoves it in her pocket. I know it's a little late, but the babysitter had a time wrong, and I wanted to stop and get those meatball subs you like, but the meatballs weren't quite ready. Well, they had some that were sitting there for a while, but I know you like them fresh, so I thought I'd wait. We've got plenty of time, right? I want to talk. We can talk at the game. I, I know you like to be early. Come on. Maybe after we talk, you won't want to go to the game. <laughs> I don't want to go to the game now. Really? Sounds serious. I can be serious. Oh, no. Uh, listen, I screwed up about the book. I know. I won't do it again. I swear. Let's just start over. And... I'm serious about my responsibility to those boys. I'm serious about you. I was serious about wanting this to work. Was? Joe. Were you? I'm the one who told you I wanted this. Words. We've had fights before. Don't make it more. You talk a lot about being a family and me being with the kids, but you don't. Do you love me, Britt? If this was about the other night. It's not. It is, but that's just a symptom of the problem. You have been listening and counseling. You know, Gordon called the other night. What did he want? When I was with the boys. They wanted to talk to him, but I let the machine pick up. I didn't get a message. I erased it. That was my message. What did he say? What does it matter? Why did you erase it? Because I love the kids. And I love you. I love you, Britt. But it doesn't seem to matter how I feel. Joe, of course it matters. It's all that matters. How do you feel about that? That's all the counselor ever wants to know. Like a broken record. We're slaves to our feelings. Accomplished, significant, loved, wanted. Everything we do in life is to make those feelings happen or to keep them from going away. So people work too much or do drugs or throw away dreams for relationships or throw away relationships because their feelings changed. Or for sex, because my God, sex feels good, right? We're not supposed to talk about the- Powerless. You were powerless to your feelings. So was I. How did you feel? Alone. Betrayed. Used. Dependent. Eventually just stupid. And I didn't want to feel that way anymore. I know I screwed up. Kept screwing up. Do better this time, B. I promise. I don't want to lose you again. I never wanted to lose you. Joe, you didn't want to lose a piece of what made you feel like you. Like when you lost your job that time or your sister died. Loss makes everything else trivial. And then you realize the only thing that makes you feel alive is love. Once we stopped yelling at each other, I missed you. I missed our family. I missed us. You never told me. There was Giorgio, and he made you happy. <sighs> yes. 
Gerald and I were happy. So what right did I have? After everything. You would have spit in my face, but now I can tell you I love you, Britt. And all I want it's is to back. know- Joe. Who's back? It's back. No. Yes. Oh, no, no, Britt, no. There were a couple of times when I looked at you and you looked- But I thought, no, no. When? Last week. Well, no wonder. I've had a lot on my mind. Did I hurt you? The other night? No. No. So do you have to... All of it. All over again. So we'll beat it. Just like last time. It came back, Joe. Hey, we are a tough team. If we have to beat it again, that's what we'll do. Ten years. There were days, weeks... Sometimes when I really didn't think about it, it was there, nagging like a chore you keep meaning to get to, cleaning up the garage or updating your resume. Some days I'd look in the mirror and I'd see someone with a future. I thought having children had healed me. I felt strong. Strong enough to ask me to leave? They're not going to remember me. I haven't finished my work with them yet. And I don't want them to grow up thinking it's wrong to have a sensitive side or that it's okay to just get by. And I don't want them to be Republicans or think that real men don't clean bathrooms. And Matt does want to quit baseball and try gymnastics, but he's afraid to tell you. And Zane, he likes to play with dolls. You let him do that? Lots of boys do it. It's normal. It wasn't normal when I was a kid. Joe. It'll be okay. It can be. If you do something for me. I will look the other way, but I won't buy him a Barbie. If you can take care of them yourself. Maybe you won't be in a hurry to find some woman to melt over your sob story and want to take over and be there. Bobby McBain moved another woman in in six months. He was lost. But his kids. I couldn't bear that. Please. They'll need time to mourn me. You'll need time to do it together. I'm not joking now. Stop talking like that. You know how I rise to the occasion in a crisis. Just tell me the game plan. I start chemo Monday. Okay. So we'll do some cooking together this weekend, and we'll get some meals in the freezer, and we'll get you to the dentist, and I'll ask my mother about covering... Monday. Yeah. That's pretty fast. Dr. Conwell, you remember him, right? Thought it was best not to wait. But you don't just get a diagnosis one week and start chemo the next. Six rounds to start. But last time we had to wait. Dr. Connell wants to start right away. What about all the labs and pretests? Everything and... is much more efficient now. So you've been... No, Britt. No. No, 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 no. How long have you known? What do you mean? I mean, when did you find out? I don't know the exact... Where did you go last month? What? Where, Britt? To a conference. Where? In Cleveland. What conference? It was a... Joe, please don't do this. So you never... All this... I admit that in the past few years, I've thought some shitty things about you, Britt, but nothing like this. Never that you were heartless. Please. So the plan was I'd fall back in love with you and you'd die on me? No! What's his junk walked out when you told him so you figured you'd suck me back in? No! No! I... I never asked him. You didn't ask. I couldn't. Why the hell not? How could I look at him and tell him that? 
How do you break his heart and say that instead of standing next to me at the altar next year, he'd be next to my bed or my... How do you say that to someone? You mean to someone you love? He didn't dump you at all. I told you he didn't. He loves you. He had the right to be asked. You love me too. But you don't love me, so that was easy. Because of the kids, Joe. I was only thinking about the kids, not me. Certainly not me, and certainly not Jordan. Uh, Gerald! You're worried they'll turn out like me. I'm not good enough for you or them. I'm just scared. You married me. How bad could I be? In sickness and in health. Till death do us part. You never were the funny one. I don't regret anything, if that's what you mean. It wasn't a lie, B. We helped each other get through life for a while, and that's all people really do for each other, isn't it? You did that for me for a long time. And I know I did that for you. You loved me. And even if you didn't, you thought you did, and it helped. You and me, you and I had a good run. Those weren't unimportant times. They weren't. I still love you. But not the way I want you to. You didn't always love me the way I wanted you to. I... But I was still hoping. Really hoping that if I forgave you and tried, you're a good man. Just not for you. I've changed. Into what? Me. Me, Joe. But I don't want to give up. I'll get you through this, B. I promise. Just like last time. I will always love you for that. But I don't know if I can get through this. Not again. Hey, I'm a great coach and I got this. Do you believe that even with billions of people in the world, a connection to just one can make all the difference? I do. Brett, I am so... I am so sorry I wandered. I'm sorry I couldn't make you stay. It's going to be okay. Are you ready for more bedpan duty? Whatever you want. I want to feel alive. Me too, B. Scene 8. One week later. Moe's. Joe's at a table with two beers. Britt rushes in. Kisses Joe. Have you been waiting long? Half an hour. Where have you been? I'm sorry. I... You were here 20 minutes early? Sure I was. Had to scope out the best seats. How are you feeling? Fine. Two more days to feel like myself. Are you ready? I am, because I know I won't be alone. So until then, I just... Oh, the pool table's back. Surprise. Britt gets up and picks up a pool cue. I feel a challenge coming on. Sure you're up for it? I'll kick your ass. Should we bet for old time's sake? <laughs> Let's just play. If we don't bet, you might let me win. Joe moves toward the pool table, starts to rack the balls. Are we back to square one? We can't go back, only forward. <laughs> See, we'll get on the same page yet. So, here it is. If I win, you try to remember why you fell in love with me. I'll let you show me everything I need to know, even though I refuse to believe I need to know it. And I will promise to do my best to be a dad, a man, that you would be at peace leaving your kids with for a weekend. 
I'll be there for you, but you meet me halfway. But that's what this is, what we're doing, figuring out how to do that. If I lose, I still do all that, but you're free. (sighs) You can't make me free. Free of any obligation to make it more, to make us a couple. (sighs) Can't we just bet sex? Take the bet. I don't like the bet. Scared? My break? Flip you for it. Joe takes Brett closely, as if to flip her into a dip, but thinks better of it and gets cautious, looking at her intently. He almost kisses her, and Brett looks to be expecting it, but he backs away. You break. Brett breaks. Three balls have gone in. Nice! Too low for you and a head start for me. Brett lines up her next shot. I'll take the high balls and you take the low balls and you're going to lose this game. (laughs) (laughs) My father called drinks high balls. When I was little and they entertained, he would always say, who wants high balls? (laughs) Still makes me giggle. I miss your dad. It was five years last. I know. Joe lines up his shot, indicates a pocket with his cue. You're banking that? Yeah. Joe takes the shot and makes it. Are you hustling me? Joe breaks into a dance. Got lucky. Joe takes another shot, makes it. What the hell? Joe takes another shot and makes it. What's wrong? Are you letting me win? Joe takes the fourth shot and misses. Go ahead. Run the table now. You left me nothing. Brit surveys the table, tries to figure out a shot, indicates a pocket. You're banking that? Shut up. Brett lines up the shot, but just as she's about to shoot... So you really have no intention of telling Jeffrey anything? Brett blows the shot. You did that on purpose! I was just wondering. Gerald has forgotten all about me, I'm sure. You took away what made him feel alive. Taking the next shot, Joe makes it. Look at you, Minnesota fats. He'll find someone else to make him feel that way. Sure. One in a million. Mm, That's 300 more in this country alone. Just, I'd be pissed if it was me. It's not you. Let it go. Joe looks up as he's taking his next shot and is distracted. Holy shit. Is that a new waitress? Joe misses the shot as his eyes follow the waitress across the room. (laughs) Serves you right. And for the record, ogling is the same as flirting and therefore against the rules. Who's juggling? Britt takes her shot and makes it. Ogling. Staring. Britt misses her next shot. Joe is still distracted. Oh, hey, Romeo, it's your shot. Joe lines up his shot, shoots, makes it. Eight ball. I'm serious about the rules, Joe. I haven't cried since that first night. There has to be rules. Joe indicates the pocket for the eight ball, shoots, scratches. Oh, for crying out loud. You scratched? You win. You did that on purpose. Who, me? You can't win on a scratch. Rules are rules. Oh, yeah. Come on, I want a rematch. Come here. Britt and Joe put down the cues, and she follows him to the table, where he reaches for his bag. Is that a man purse? I prefer satchel. Joe reaches into the bag, pulls out a book, and hands it to Britt. O'Keefe, Flowers in the Desert. What's this for? So you can look at it whenever you want, even when the exhibit isn't in town. And you won't have to go with me. Well, or maybe you could show the boys. Put a dollar in your love bank, honey. Britt gives him a kiss, and Joe really responds, kissing her deeply. Cha-ching. Let me have another one of those. Britt kisses Joe again, and it's clear he would like it to be more. Maybe I should have taken your sex bet. Double or nothing? You can't double a promise, and I'd never leave you with nothing.
So don't make me free. Who said I wanted that? You said you wanted to feel alive. I feel fine. That's good. I called him. Who? Jim Bob. You shouldn't have done that. He wants to see you. What? And he's going to be here in about five minutes. So I'm going to go. N- now? You can't just... I have to. And you, honey, you have to <laughs> eat a fucking burger. Or tell Biscotti Boy your hot porn stories. Hell, act him out. Be alive. What do you have to lose? This. You. You aren't losing me. I can't see him. Not like this. You had no right. He didn't hesitate, Britt. I wanted to see if he would. I maybe even hoped he would, but he didn't. Not for a second. But if we keep doing this, you know, go to a game. You hate games. Don't go. You think that waitress would give me her number? Hey, honey, you working tomorrow? Looks like I got a date. What do I tell him? Tell him you want your M&Ms, but you're worried about wild horses. Joe finishes his beer, throws a few dollars on the table, gives Brett a kiss on the forehead. He exits. She rises, starts toward the door, raises a hand as if to stop him. She stops, checks her watch nervously, drinks from her beer, checks her watch again, takes another sip. Brett checks her watch one more time, takes a seat looks expectantly toward the door. Lights out. End of play. This has been a production of Play for Keeps. Thank you for joining us. 